Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass, Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak. When we'd roll into a bigger center, they'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL, where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double-wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah. Working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is, everybody, and welcome inside for hour two of your favorite daytime sports talk show. It's, uh, okay, well... We got to clarify a few things here. I'm in South Florida. Let's clarify that. And John, John Frenzy. They're writing in here about John Frenzy. We'll get to that in a moment. Darren Moose Dupont's in Toronto. Clark, would you please my? Would you please clarify to me where you're hearing the Saskatchewan Rough Riders will not be renewing the contract of head coach Craig Dickinson? Because I don't see it anywhere. Uh, okay. So Blaine. Wyland is tweeting it. Okay, because I just did a quick Twitter search on that. So that's what they're saying. The radio rights holder of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders announcing that the head coach, Craig Dickinson, will not have his contract renewed. In other word, other news, water's wet and the sky is blue. Bingo! We'll get to that. There's news out of Winnipeg. Rick Bonus is taking a leave of absence from the Winnipeg Jets National Hockey League team as his wife Judy suffered a stroke last night. So definitely thoughts and prayers are with the Bonus family and the Jets as they get through this. And what a great start the Jets have had. Um, I could sit and do an easy 15-minute monologue on a lot of things here, Darren. And thank you, Clark, for telling me in my ear that David Naylor has just tweeted it as well. So we're talking about some iconic Canadian sports franchises here in the news today. And yeah, um, well, let me go on because it is the Rod Peterson Show. Then you can chime in your thoughts. We spent a lot of time in hour one on the Rick Bonus situation and how great the Jets have been. Coming back to beat the Oilers on Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night, the game of the night, and then that happened. Tough, tough, but they'll make it through. With the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 
This is breaking news, I guess, that it happened, but it is a formality. Craig Dickinson's contract was expiring, and as much as I really have a lot of love and affection for Craig Dickinson as a person, there is no way, zero way, he was coming back. Even Craig Dickinson would have known. After ending the last two seasons on identical seven-game losing streaks and missing the playoffs, there was no way. And when I heard this today, my second or third thought was, is this it? Because it might be it. The general manager, Jeremy O'Day's contract, I believe, is expiring too, but there's no news on him today. So on this day, the first of the offseason for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I'll allow it because there's a lot of other things going on. There's a game seven in the ALCS tonight between the Rangers and the Astros. There's Monday night football. There's NHL play. All 32 teams are playing Tuesday in the NHL, and quite frankly, they deserve the coverage too. But I'll allow it on this first day of the offseason for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I said it on Saturday, and I actually now would be a good time to reiterate it. This brain trust has taken the Saskatchewan Rough Riders from being the flagship marquee franchise of the league to the worst team in the league. That's not just Craig Dickinson. They're pointing the finger at Craig Dickinson, just like they pointed the finger last year at Cody Fajardo and Jason Moss, who incidentally went elsewhere and are going to be hosting a playoff game in two weeks' time. That's the problem with this version of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders is pointing fingers and pointing fingers and pointing fingers. And over the last couple of years, people, when I would point these things out, a lot of people did say that it was the sour grapes on Rod's behalf because he was fired by the organization. And that's not true. And people that know better have said to me, just keep reporting what you know is the truth because the truth will come out eventually. It's coming out. It's getting there, but it's not totally there. And I could sit, and Darren, I want your opinion on this. I don't, how many mistakes are you allowed to make as an organization before it's fatal and you lose your job? Because I think Jeremy O'Day's done a really bad job as the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and I could give a lot of examples. Here's a big one. UID, number one, they haven't developed a quarterback at all. They've been signing free agent quarterbacks since O'Day's the GM. And Cody Fajardo's won. They brought him in, got lightning in a bottle, West Division MLP. Give him a new contract, make him the highest paid rough rider ever. Then decide, no, 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 you're not the best rough rider ever. And they kick his ass out of town. And then they go give Trevor Harris even more money. An oft-injured, sorry, quarterback didn't spread the wealth around the team. That quarterback gets hurt. These are all really bad decisions by the guy. Do you, did you, do you allow him to learn on the job and allow him those mistakes? Like this is peewee RMF? Or do we say this is professional football? Your team's been an embarrassing disgrace the last two years. But we're going to bring you back anyways. Because it's the head coach's fault. Because if you think it's just Craig Dickinson's fault, I got a bridge that I can sell you too, if you're interested. What do you think? You can always <clears throat> find a way to keep the job and survive as long as you've got somebody else to throw under the bus in front of you, as long as you have a finger to point somewhere. How long can you do that before somebody says, okay, look, we gotta go right to the top and we gotta make the decision, right? And maybe it is, maybe it is an issue with coaching and injuries so then you take another year and another year and another year and, and not saying that 
he's never going to figure it out or it's never going to turn into the right direction or or get this team into the playoffs but it hasn't been good and especially in the Canadian Football League as opposed to the NFL or the NHL or baseball I don't think the rope uh, the leash the patience can be as long because it's such a small league and turnarounds can and are expected to happen fast. I don't think you have three, four, five years to let a real rebuild happen because it doesn't happen in the same way as those other leagues where you draft and develop and build a system, right? It needs to happen fast. And so you really only get two, three seasons to try and figure this out before an organization needs to decide to move on. And I think we're at that point with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It really has been, um, I mean, look at when's the last time they were in the Grey Cup? Yeah, they made a couple of Western, or, you know, finals, but when have they really been in the conversation as a championship team? I think that's the biggest question that this fan base has is we're not sitting here feeling like we've had a championship team in a long time, and I think that's a problem. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess, because I didn't see the end of the game the other night, I watched the first half, but apparently Kate Burness on the TSN panel was talking about the thousands of empty seats and a fan base that has been through so much the past few years, and we're not used to seeing this in Saskatchewan. That's all on Craig Dickinson? So I don't want to sit and belabor this, and I don't want to sit and talk about it every day. I understand they're going to on the coffee row in Saskatchewan. It's the Dallas Cowboys of the CFL, the Green Bay Packers of the CFL. Sure. But the rest of the country doesn't care. And um, the franchise is a dumpster fire. It's a disgrace. So it's just more finger-pointing, more lighting people on fire, sending them out of town when the real problem hasn't been addressed. Okay? Are we good? Mike in Swift Current writes in, he says, I agree with you, Rod. When you have the worst offensive line that can't protect your quarterback for the last two years, it's time for the GM to also go. Maybe that's going to happen. We're just hearing today that Craig Dickinson's gone, and my guess is that's all they're going to do. Oh. Rick Bonus taking a leave of absence for the Winnipeg Jets. Craig Dickinson. And that's also the semantics of sports. He wasn't fired. His contract just wasn't renewed. No, he's fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can say it however yeah. you want. They decided um, at the end of perfect. the day they didn't want you coaching the team anymore. Exactly. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. Now is a really good time to do a segue to the poll question and other things for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. There seems to be some conjecture, some consternation over our poll question today. And uh, I should mention, that coming up later on, we've got Ottawa... Sports guy, former goalie, is a member of the goalie union, Sean Simpson, to talk about the Senators. Because the poll question is, which of these four up-and-comers is for real? The 5-1 and one Detroit Red Wings, the 3-1-1 one one Philadelphia Flyers, the 3-2 Vancouver Canucks, or the 3-2 Arizona Coyotes. 64% of the vote 
saying it's the Detroit Red Wings that are the most for real of that four. But as I look at the National Hockey League overall standings right now, because I don't, uh, forgive me off the top of my head, yeah, Ottawa's three and two. You could very easily put Ottawa in that group. As a matter of fact, let's, Moose. Let's make it a five-person vote. We've seen voting ballots that have five entrants on it, just not from Twitter or Instagram. Let's throw Ottawa in there just for spits and giggles. I'm still going to vote for Detroit as the most legit for real team. But Ottawa's good. Ottawa's very good. Does that change your thinking at all if we put the Sens in the poll? A little bit. It does. I mean, I'm just looking at the NHL standings right now, and it's very interesting to see Detroit and Ottawa in that Atlantic division ahead of Toronto, Florida, Tampa Bay. Isn't it? It's something we haven't seen in a while. Them at the top. Now, it's early. We're five, six games into the season. But, yeah, they've turned a corner. Both those teams have turned a corner. But I still think it's Detroit. Um, they're out to a hotter start, obviously, 5-1. and one. They've got the two league's leading scorers right now early. 111 Eastern, goals. by the way. 111 Eastern. Yeah. Sorry, 11-11 Mountain. Continue. So good universe thoughts are with the Detroit Red Wings right now. Um, you know, it, it all comes together. So, yeah, I'd still go with Detroit. But Ottawa's a team to watch. Um, and I think they're going to be a lot better than they, when we've seen in the last couple of seasons. What we do in hour one is look back at last night's games or the weekend before, but it's a Monday. What we do in hour two is look ahead to tonight's games. By the way, there is more breaking news out of Saskatchewan. Uh, and thank you guys for updating it on this. Yes, Craig Dickinson out in Saskatchewan as head coach. Jeremy O'Day renewed as the general manager. So there's the news there. Tonight's games, as I mentioned, I don't know if the NHL is just selling this. I was reading their game notes this morning, Moose. They're like, only one game tonight. It's Montreal to Buffalo. Tune in to watch the young stars. And I'm like, well, yeah, that gets me interested. And it had mentioned Cole Caulfield, Yuri Slavkovsky, over on Buffalo's side, Tage Thompson, Zach Benson, their first round pick that doesn't get any pub whatsoever the former Winnipeg Ice member from Vancouver. Um, do you get excited about that Montreal-Buffalo matchup tonight? Or is that just me getting sucked into the NHL game notes and hype? I do. Uh, I'm, you know, it's too bad for Montreal. They've got a, a real group of young, exciting hockey players that are fun to watch. They've got a coach. Uh, I want to say a young coach in Marty St. Louis, who's you know, kind of early in his coaching career, who is a lot of fun. Um, to watch him kind of coach this group of kids. And then you've got Buffalo, who's a team that I think they're just like a snake in the grass. Not that they're going to be a dominant team right now, but they're a team that's got so much skill, and they've got you know this real, I know you hate the word potential, but they're, they've got this ability. I think they're just waiting in the grass. And I think out of nowhere, we're going to see them in the playoffs. We're going to see them winning a playoff series or two. And we're going to see Buffalo just mature, and it's going to seem like it happened overnight. Buffalo Sabres are the team that I said would take that step forward and make the playoffs after years out, which incidentally, which would you know, be another great poll, is which unbeaten team is the most for real? Because there are a handful of those really good teams, Colorado Avalanche, Vegas Golden Knights, the Boston Bruins. I, yeah. I still think the Boston Bruins are masquerading and why, why is it, why is it, this is why I've, 
I said twice last hour that I dawned on me this morning how happy I am. I'm like, why am I so happy? Why am I so sane? Oh, yeah. When I'm not on the air, I turn my phone off and put it over here. That includes not listening to 80 million opinions and every single matter under the sun and also not responding to the calls that are coming in about who's going to be the next GM of the Riders, who's going to be the next coach, who's going to be... I don't care. And I told them that. So shutting it all off has really helped because there's a lot of opinion out there and a lot of it is just bunk. And I'm kind of forgetting about what my... Oh, no. I brought the plane back. We went off track for a while, but we're going to land it. We're only now two weeks into the season. Today's the 14th day of the regular season. Tomorrow will be the start of the third week. There's overreactions everywhere. I mean, I listen, I get, Serena says her favorite pastime is the morning after Ryder games, getting up and reading the comments on social media. That's her favorite pastime about those, from those fans. For me, I can't do it anymore. Because of our time spent with the Flames in the last two years, I would suggest we've paid our dues in that town as a legit Calgary Flames media source. I've stopped reading what the fans are saying about the Flames and what a lot of the media is saying for that matter. Because you're seeing they got bombed in Detroit Sunday 6-2 and they're, everybody, our team sucks, we got no talent, nothing's changed. I'm like, X out. Because, again, it's two weeks into the regular season. We're going to pause and come back with whatever you people want to talk about. 902-518-3033. And do it now. Because 40 minutes from now, the phone's going off. Sean Simpson coming up from Ottawa. TSN Ottawa alum and Washington Capitals 2. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it. But it's a fact, just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Brand new week kicking off here on the RP Show, episode number 1,105 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. We do it in two hours. It could take three or four if we really wanted to spread things out, but we don't spread things out like a lot of shows that just use a lot of filler. We try to give you a lot of bang for your buck in those two hours. As you can see, I'm in South Florida. The Moose is in Toronto. Let's bring him in now. Have you examined, and we got a lot of the viewers have answered the bell, and they've given us some topics here, but have you looked at the Leafs' schedule? What do they got this week? Obviously, they're playing tomorrow because every team is playing Tuesday. There are all 32 teams are playing. Quick, Darren, who are they playing? Do you know? Tomorrow night, I think they, uh, they've got Washington, don't they? Yes, they do. At Washington, baby. So we'll and the game's the all starting at, yeah, at staggering times. Sorry. No, I think that's cool. Um, you know, the, the weekend game, just to go back, I mean, we go back last hour, but, um, you know, they needed that overtime win over Tampa. Things were, were sliding a little bit there, but it'll be fun because Ovi's gotten off to a bit of a slow start this season, too. So excited to see if Ovi can get it going and start uh, continuing that push towards uh, Wayne. Yeah. To recap, as Darren was saying to me on the phone earlier today, the, the, the Floridians that watch the show on YouTube think that's all we do. And Darren's like, we're a television show. That's what we are. We're on Game Plus television all across Western Canada. That is our, all across Canada for that matter. What is it now? It was 1.4 million new homes on Shaw. What's it total now? It's got close to 4 million homes in Canada, right? That's right. Yeah, which people don't understand in the States because 4 million is a borough of New York. Right, Chris? 
In Canada, that's a large number. <laughs> in America, it's right over here, which is interesting, by the way. CBS Sports Network, which airs the CFL games until college football starts up. They're in 60 million homes, bro. That is a hell of a lot of homes, CBS Sports Network. That has been a great deal. That has been a great deal for the Canadian Football League. The problem that I have is, as soon as college football fired up, they stopped carrying the CFL games, which sucks. And it is breaking news on a few fronts. Rick Bonus leaving the Winnipeg Jets, taking a leave of absence. His wife Judy suffering a stroke Sunday night. Scott Arneal taking over. He's taking care of what's most important. Hopefully speedy recovery for Judy and Rick back on the bench soon for the Winnipeg Jets because he's doing a great job. Two, this is the day that Saskatchewan Rough Riders fans have been waiting for and my phone continues to blow up here and for the most part I'm not even answering the messages. One guy walking the plank, the head coach, Craig Dickinson, which largely throws the fate of the entire coaching staff into flux. But the general manager getting a contract renewal, Jeremy O'Day, despite the implosion, at, and obviously the president coming back too. Read my lips. I'm not going to sit here and belabor this every day. Those that know, know my thoughts on this. I'm done talking about it. K, K. They've been a disgrace, and they're going to be more of a disgrace. Now, to happier things, Arlen Bruce III in Vancouver writing in. He says, great morning, RP and Darren. And the CFL fans are winning, by the way. Unless you people, the NHL fans and whatever NFL fans want to talk about that, the CFL fans are winning because they're the loudest. Arlen Bruce in Vancouver. Which coach is the front runner for coach of the year? Is it Dinwiddie or Rick Campbell? And he says, and by the way, Ryan Phillips, he's the defensive coordinator in BC, would be a great head coach in the CFL. From Robert Campbell watching in Las Vegas, says your thoughts on Rick Campbell sitting Vernon Adams at halftime versus the Stampeders and other curious decisions. What message did he send to his players? I said to turn it over to the people of what they want to talk about. They've answered. We got to, out of respect for them, we'll answer their questions. The coach of the year is Ryan Dinwiddie. Why are we asking questions you know the answers to? They sealed first place in the division faster than any team in CFL history in 12 games. They clinched. Why, why would we even talk about it? And did you watch the game in Vancouver, by the way? Friday night, Stampeders and BC Lions. It was over at the end of the first quarter. Why they said VA, why do you think? Wasn't the score like 30-7 to 7 at halftime or something for Calgary? It was over. They weren't coming back. So I agree with Rick Campbell on that. You? They're playing for the playoff, right? They're not, I mean, yes, they were starting their guys. First place, important. Um, but at the end of the day, if you see it's not happening, you got to keep your guys healthy. You have more important things than one game late in the season when you already punched your ticket into a playoff spot and a home playoff game. So I'm not really worried about that. And you're right, Ryan Dinwiddie's the coach of the year. That was the shortest discussion or debate we ever need to have about <laughs> coach of the year. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah. <sighs> As we sit here... <laughs> For the sake of those that are writing in, Leanne in Regina says, uh, so basically, she's trying to get her head around. 
the news that has come down the pipe today from the Canadian Football League. She says, so basically the general manager of our Rough Riders is being rewarded with a new contract when his team hasn't made the playoffs in two years? <clears throat> yes, Leanne, that's what we're saying. Thank you, Shane from Deer Valley, writing in. He says, let's call it Let Down Monday. <laughs> there you go. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and says, Tomorrow night, ESPN and NHL will debut Frozen Frenzy, a red zone-like whip-around of NHL action hosted by John Buchagross and Kevin Weeks on ESPN2. He says, can the NHL make red zone work for hockey? Uh, that's a really good question. I got to sit here and think about it. I'm going to watch. I, yeah, was there a difference between, you got to explain something to me, between NFL game day and NFL red zone? Because I was watching NFL Network yesterday, and I kind of like it. They zoom in on the NFL Network on red zone plays. Were they just giving a free play of Red Zone on NFL Network or what? I don't really understand. Because what I do, this is my sports watching, everybody. I lock in on one game. It just screws my head up for 24 hours to go zing, 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 zing. You know, game to game to game to game. I can't do it. I can't do it. I know. I like both. I go back and forth. I don't know what I like better. Depends. You know, if I'm into a game, I like being into a game with no distractions. But I watched Red Zone yesterday, first time, second time of this year that I've actually sat and watched Red Zone. And usually I watch the Titans play or, or, or I locked in on a game. Um, but I liked it. I enjoyed it this time. I think it's a variety thing. I don't know if I could watch it every single week. Sometimes I just want to watch a game and the ups and downs of the game. Um, Yeah, well, I, I go back to this thing about let it make sense for me, Darren, because I'm at a point now where I kind of sit and think about do the teams <laughs> read the comments from the fans on these social media accounts? I rhetorically ask that question because I know that they do. And sometimes I wonder between two things when I see these comments, are these fans, is it like open line radio? that we hosted forever. I said to Serena the other day, we don't need open line radio anymore because we can just sit and read the comments. It's far more entertaining. You get more opinions than some drunk calling in and talking for five minutes on one topic on a call-in show. So are those people just wanting to get their voice heard and be stars on the radio, but using the social media for that? Um, or do they actually feel the way they do? Basically, Given the news out of Saskatchewan today with the Rough Riders, you would think that they haven't read any of the comments whatsoever from their fans. There's that, but I digress. Because I'm, I'm about ready to not read them at all. Do you read the Leafs stuff after they lose or win for that matter? How much do you dabble in it? Um, it depends because... <laughs> It's different reading the news for me than reading, you know, social media comments and threads and, you know, opening up replies. That stuff is like junk food. You know, you're kind of like, okay, I got to read more, got to read more. But you know, every time you're reading this, it's melting your brain every time. Yeah. And if you have the self-control to pull back and just float up in the clouds above it, 
you're going to be happier. So you have to, it's a real self-control thing because it's addicting uh, to go in and get into that negativity and then you spiral and it's not healthy for you. So it's no, it's like, not. You just need to know what you're getting into. Um, but some of the new stuff I'll read from incredible people that I respect, but I try and limit that when the game's over and I get out real quick. Well, I really want to, I really want to meet Allie from Texarkana. I, I, we raced through this at the end of hour one when you were with us. Allie just seems like our kind of gal. She goes, I think the players have burner accounts, LOL. Can I take you through my time? Like the last couple, 15 to 20 years have really sped up. For me, it's like when you hit the video playback 1.5 or 2. Everybody's talking like this. It goes a lot faster than you think. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Again, what do I, my dad worked in the NHL for 26 years. I worked at major junior hockey for 20, Canadian Football League for 20. I think that gives us a pretty, that's a generation. Okay, just how things have changed. We had a coach. He's currently the running backs coach of the Houston Texans, Danny Barrett, who I love Danny a lot. And of course, this is typical of the way that organization is. People would come up to me and go, Danny hates you. You know, you should hear the things Danny says when you're not around. I'm like, well, he's great to my face. And we have one-on-one talks and I get a lot out of our talks. So just take your opinion over there. I don't care. But Danny used to always say, I don't read. I don't read the paper. I don't hear what they're saying on the radio. Oh, okay. Well, he must not. Because you know me, I'm a take you at your word kind of guy. And one time we were flying to Calgary back when they had newspapers. Kids will explain later what that is. He had a newspaper and he's, a, he's reading every single, every word of the sports section, right down to the Regina Ladies Softball League scores. I'm sitting right beside him in the exit row because we both got long legs. Have I told you this story, Darren? I don't think so. Yeah. I, he is reading it every, every article, forwards, backwards, upside down, everything. And finally, we're starting our descent into Calgary. And I said, I thought you said you don't read the paper. Just stared at me. I guess I should have just shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then my all-time favorite, people were writing in here earlier about John Frenzy. John Lynch, the Hall of Fame writer, broadcaster. Me and him were doing a show one time. And uh, Lynch said that Danny Barrett, same coach, should be fired. At the end of the season's contract shouldn't be renewed. <laughs> we get off the air, go to the front of the radio station. Danny's at the front door, banging on the front door of the radio station. I'm not joking. Danny Barron, the current running backs coach of the Houston Texans, whom I still do love to this day. I do. But I'm like, oh, DB, hang on. I let him in. We went and sat down in the lobby. And he goes, I was driving around and my CD players broke. So I had to listen to your show. Come on, Danny. Just say it. Just say it. That you listen to every single thing that's ever said and you read everything that's written. Yeah. But he's got the last laugh. He's in the NFL. But there are, there are other coaches that literally do not listen. They don't. And CFL and NFL. Um, Jeff in the zone writes in and he says, Rod, what's the better deal, NFL Network or NFL Red Zone for subscription? Well, I don't have NFL Red Zone, so I'm going to say NFL Network because I was watching it the other day and it seemed fine to me. 
Allie in Texarkana says, uh, it's on my bucket list to meet RP, Moose, and Serena. Thank you, Allie. And John in Edmonton says, I don't know if you spoke about it, but do you think Connor will be back with the orders for the Heritage Classic on Sunday? We're waiting, John, for an update today from the Oilers. So whether we think about it or not doesn't really matter. We'll get an update today from the Oilers. Moose, I can handle it the rest of the way. Appreciate you. You bet. You too. Appreciate you. Sean Simpson joins us next from Ottawa as we talk about our poll question, which up-and-coming team is the most for real because there's five we've designated. And Sean knows the most about Ottawa. We'll talk about that when we come back on Game Plus Television. WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Quiet a Monday in the world of sports. We got news from the National Hockey League. Rick Bonus taking a leave of absence from the Winnipeg Jets. His wife Judy suffering a stroke overnight. Scott Arneal taking over. Thoughts and prayers with the Bonus family. Get well soon. And from the uh, Canadian Football League in Saskatchewan, Craig Dickinson, the head coach, is out. The general manager, Jeremy O'Day, agreeing to a new contract. Let's bring in Sean Simpson now. Love this guy. He knows that. I had the great <laughs> pleasure of meeting him at the 2017 Grey Cup, and uh, we've uh, stayed friends ever since. Hey, Sever, good to see you, my friend. Did you see our poll question? Let me just say, here it is. Which okay. of these up-and-comer yeah. teams is, is the most for real? Senators, yeah. Red Wings, Flyers, Coyotes, or Canucks. They're all off to their best start in about a decade. Yeah, well, first of all, Philadelphia, Arizona, and, and Vancouver are terrible. Uh, I'm not putting anything into those starts. <laughs> Detroit's a bit of a surprise for me. Uh, i got to be honest with you, a little bit of goaltending. I've got Buffalo closer to Ottawa, uh, but I'm not feeling uh, – Philly rolled through here, and, and honestly, I don't know how they're doing it. Smoke and mirrors. Arizona, mm. great coach. Uh, Canucks off to a nice start. That's not sustainable. So, as I said, between Detroit and and, and Ottawa, um, the big thing is Mr. Debrinket, unfortunately, and the way he's playing Rod right now. Uh, they are certainly flowing nicely. But I got to say, Ottawa, I've uh, been pretty impressed with them so far. Only three and two, uh, but certainly one of the better starts that they've had in a long, long time. Yeah, and they need it, don't they? The coach needs it. The GM needs it. And uh, oh, I find yeah. it a little yeah. interesting. You mentioned you mentioned Debrinkit, though. He's averaging like three yeah. points a game to the start of the season. It's just ironic that yeah. he left one of these teams for the other. Who sustains yeah. it the longest, do you think? Well, I, I think certainly he can. Do you mean as a team or individually? 
They, as a team, which team stays well, in contention? No, I still, I still, I still think, I still top. think Ottawa's. Yeah, I still think Ottawa's a little deeper. Um, but again, Detroit. Uh, when you're riding on a shooting percentage like that, Rod, and when you're riding on a power play like that, I don't know. But as far as Debrinka, quite simply, I don't think he was in shape last year, and certainly came in. The trade was a shock. It was crazy what was going on in Chicago. Uh, he got a head around, got a new contract. Mm. There's no doubting his talent. And one of the things we saw last year, Rod, without being a great skater, and his speed is better this year. The guy's a hell of a playmaker. He ran the half wall of the power play here last year in Ottawa, and you realize, hey, this guy's not just about scoring. He's a hell of a hockey player. So he's gotten the right spot. Um, they are basically that, the power play and a high shooting percentage. They're a nice hockey team, but I, I still, still at the end of the day, think Ottawa's going to be better in the long run. Well, we're only, as you know, two weeks into the regular season, and yeah. I'm, I don't... I can't pay attention to everything, but the Sens opponents yeah. so far, have they had a soft schedule, a tough schedule? How would you typify that? I, I would say it's right in between. Certainly that first game against Carolina, I thought, man, Carolina's not all that great. Then took over the second half of the hockey game. And then you had a measurement against Tampa Bay. Uh, you certainly had Philadelphia, a not very good Washington team, then Detroit. So I'd say a mix. Certainly when you look at the schedule, Rod, they've got 13 games before they head over to Sweden, which is kind of a funny trip in itself. Not a huge fan of teams going to Europe in, in November. But of those 13 games, nine are at home. So they certainly got to put up some points. They got to get people believing what has been different this year. You certainly discuss and you break everything down. And at times the sky is falling. But there's no doubt their starts this year have been outstanding. Every first period, maybe half of hockey games, they've come out with some fire. They've controlled hockey games. And, and overall, I don't think there's a ton to complain about other than maybe some soft goals on Corpus Allo against Detroit and Carolina. Outside of that, I've been pretty pleased with what I've seen. And that's without Shane Pinto in the lineup right now. You and I are both goalie guys. I would, yeah. it would be nice to see Ottawa settle on a goalie and go with him for years. Yeah. Because teams yeah. do do that. <laughs> yeah. Would you think they ever yeah. will in Ottawa? Well, you hope so. But it was funny. I was looking this morning, and I was thinking to myself, if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, you've got this team that's kind of built to win. And I'm thinking, I don't think they've drafted a good goaltender since Andy Mogan, Grant Fuhr in 80 and 81. Talk about goalie starve. Now, Cujo came through, Billy Ranford, and Billy won a cup, of course. But, yeah, it has been tough here in Ottawa. Craig Anderson came in for 10 years, was very stable since he's left. You've had Matt Murray. You've had Talbot. Uh, I think at the end of the day, Forsberg's been a nice, uh, a nice find on waivers. And I do like Corpus Allo. Uh, but flat out, he's got to be better. Um, these goals up top, short side, some of the things that are happening with him, you paid him to be a number one. I like the duel. I think it's enough to get into the playoffs. Is it enough to take the promised land? Uh, probably a little premature to say that at this point. I feel like you and I are just sitting in a coffee shop and everybody watching, they can just go over there. It's just you and me, Simmer. <laughs> Yeah. On now, the was that your boat? Thing. Was that your boat? Was that your boat? Was that your boat in the clip? Are you doing your show from that? You're the second guy <laughs> to ask that uh, today. Um, I think that that's not, uh, but we're working on it. But he's oh, talking man. about South Florida. It's so awesome yeah. here. Bob oh, really is, is. Yeah. the man. Bob's the man. Ten and a half million yeah. per year. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he can't do it alone, but he almost did it in the playoffs last year. How do you feel about finding a goalie. Like, I like what they did here. They picked what they thought was the best goalie in the league, and they paid him. That's not always going to yeah. work. And he hasn't always yeah. lived up to it, but he did in the playoffs yeah. last year. 
Yeah, you know what the, the problem is, like you said, the formula rod is it's not perfect. And you try to come up with, should you, in the case of Vasilevsky, have a big money goaltender? Absolutely. But Broski, let's be honest, they squeaked into the playoffs, probably shouldn't have made it last year unless Pittsburgh crapped the bed against Chicago and Columbus. So I don't like the formula. I don't like the way he's played since he's arrived there. They're kind of smoke and mirrors. But everywhere you look, what's hmm. also so interesting, who would have thought in our lifetime, I'm a 68 vintage. I could argue right now that the four best goaltenders in the National Hockey League are all Russian. Sorokin, Shosturkin, mm-hmm. Vasilevsky, and I'll throw Gorgiev in as a wild card. Who would have thunk? So, like I said, every formula when it comes to the salary cap, you know, Connor Hellebuck's been great every year, but it feels like they run him into the ground come playoff time. Then you look at the craziness of what Vegas has put together. So, um, I'm not big on a $10 million goaltender, not even big on a $9 million. You can get into that sweet spot of around 7 and a half and have a capable backup is great. But without a doubt, I wouldn't want my starter playing more than 55 games in a year. I think if you want to have a playoff run, 55-60 is the absolute max. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, just with the hockey guys down here, I'm talking about the Canadians that live here in South yeah. Florida. They said going into the playoffs last year, they're like, if Bob gets hot, he's going to make yeah. it all oh, worth for it. sure. Yeah, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, yeah. If worth it to get into the finals once, and I was with the Caps in '98, and Ole Kolzig led us to the finals, which is great. But I also knew at the time it wasn't sustainable. So if you do that one-off, like like even Carolina, you win a cup with Cam Ward, and they had pretty good hockey teams. I say it's it's great. The Oilers and Flames went to the finals. Nobody will remember that, and it's just too hard. I'll say this, and I never believed it before, Rod. I think in the 32-team league, I do believe now if you're one of the 16 best, you've got an opportunity, but you got to get there. And that is the real difference that has happened now. It's not easy to make the playoffs in the National Hockey League where instead of no. 16 out of 21, we now end up having half of the teams are going to end up missing it. But it helps if you have a stud goalie. And look at Colorado. They're 5-0 and with the aforementioned Gorgiev. So good for, oh, for them. Sure. Yeah. I guess they didn't go yeah. pay somebody. But listen, I've got to ask you this summer about Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, this Vasilevsky news seemed to catch everybody off guard, and uh, I think oh, even sure, maybe them, sure. <laughs> the Lightning. I'm serious. Yeah. 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 So Coop yeah. says we're just going to eliminate, take away the middle of the ice, eliminate cut down shot attempts and scoring chances. I'm yeah. like that'll work yeah. for a week. Teams are going to figure that out. Can they? Can they yeah. do that? Sustain until Vasilevsky's back. Well, again, what I saw when they came in here, it didn't feel like it. When you look at their back end, I mean, it's not even close to what. And and quite simply, I do think the long summer. I do think in this night they didn't have Stamkos either, Rod. If they're healthy, I still think they're a good enough team to make the playoffs. But when you take the salary cap era, you look at kind of the all-in moves. I do think they're fresh. I think their top end is still awfully good. But when you start to look at the decay of the salary cap, some of the defensemen they've lost over the years, yeah, I think it'll be really tough to end up doing that. If you're Tampa Bay Lightning, I think you're all you're asking is, listen, keep it around 500. Keep us in the mix. Allow us to maybe in whatever that is, a final 60, then you're probably good to go. Just keep your head above water. I think that's all you're asking if you're Cooper at this point. Yeah, but I don't think, I think bad days are here for Tampa. Or do you, what do you think? From what you said, you've seen I, I don't, him. I don't, do I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's quite there yet. But again, I also a little bit careful, Rod, on how you kind of judge the division. You know, I love to talk hockey every day like you do, but it's hard to. I don't know what to make of this division yet. Boston's lost a ton. They're off to a great start. Is that sustainable? The Toronto Maple Leafs, I don't think, helped themselves in the off season with Domi and Bertuzzi and and some of the other Klingberg, the moves they've made. So are they still real good? Probably win the division, yes. But then after that, where is Buffalo? Where is Detroit? 
Detroit? Where is Ottawa? Where is Florida? I certainly don't have Montreal in the mix at this time. And then you look at Detroit. So I think the darn thing is so wide open that I wouldn't even want to forecast it at this point. All I'd say was this, hey, until somebody shows me they're better than Tampa, Toronto, and Boston, at least in the division, then I'm in wait-and-see mode. And early on, we see some signs, but let's get back to uh, probably American Thanksgiving as you're on your boat car- carving up a yes. big old turkey dinner there, and we can figure out where it's at. I, I do. I think I think the division right now with the salary cap world and all the changes that happen in an offseason, I think this thing, just like the rest of the league, I think it's just it's absolutely wide open at this point. Well, they were saying in the rank the other night that of the eight teams in the Atlantic Division, seven legitimately think they're a playoff team. Montreal's the only one that doesn't. Yeah. And there's yeah, just not yeah. enough seats at the table. So for them to beat the Leafs the other night, 3-1, and by the way, do it handily and slap the Leafs around, yeah. they here, yeah. and the Panthers feel pretty good about their team. Yeah, exactly. And I think for Paul Maurice and that whole crew, I mean, again, a team like Matthew Kachuk, he showed last year, he's going to keep you in the fight all season. He, he's going to, you know, his dad's calling out the team with two weeks left in the year, and all of a sudden they squeak into the playoffs. They eliminate the Boston Bruins. So I agree. Um, I'd say seven of eight. And, and again, at the same time, when you look at the Metropolitan Division, you've got the decline. See, in Washington the other day, just to shell themselves. Where is Pittsburgh? You know, certainly the Rangers aren't as good as they were in the playoffs. So could you end up with the crossover of five teams from the Atlantic at this point, I think that's a possibility. And like I said, that's the fun part of going into each season. Everybody gets excited about free agent signings, things that are happening without a doubt within the division. You've got Ottawa, you've got Buffalo, you've got Detroit that are certainly moving up the charts as to how fast they're going to move up. I guess we'll find out. I don't know what to make of Florida. And as I said, until you can unseat the big boys and not much to talk about. Absolutely. Always fun, Simmer. Appreciate it, man. Good seeing you. Keep in touch. Yeah, thanks very much, Rod. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Keep up great work, brother. Thank you, man. Sean Simpson, NHL, um, what should I say, personnel alum, TSN Ottawa alum. We'll be right back with overtime after this sports update and all of your comments. Hang on. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Yo, 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 it's overtime. Don't mind me. I'm just updating our Instagram story with the breaking news. 
And I'll get to that in our sports update in a moment. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. I don't ask for much. Please go to Instagram. Look up at the Rod Peterson Show. And give us a follow. That's all I ask. The Rod Peterson Show. Vote on our polls. Support our sponsors. That would keep us all very happy and in business. Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Hey, we got some hockey weather coming now, I see. Go check them out, 28th Street Northeast. You're going to be looking for something to do indoors. Just a stone's throw, a slap shot from the old Crossroads Flea Market. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Call ahead, book your lanes. They got room for uh, kids, moms, dads, the whole family. Team outings, staff outings. Call ahead, Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. They bring you overtime daily on the RP Show. You can reach us here, 902-518-3033. This is the final segment of today's program. And before I get to the comments here, let's read the aforementioned uh, sports update. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are making changes after a 6-12 and season left them just short of the playoff cut. On Monday, the team announced Craig Dickinson is out as head coach. He will not have his contract renewed. There's a no immediate word on a replacement. Rough Riders also say that general manager Jeremy O'Day has agreed to a new contract. O'Day also serves as vice president of football operations. Saskatchewan had its playoff hopes dashed on Saturday with a 29-26 loss to the Toronto Argonauts. It was the Rough Riders' seventh loss in a row. Meanwhile, place line Winnipeg. Winnipeg coach Rick Bonus is taking a leave of absence after his wife had a seizure. The NHL's Jets said Monday, Judy Bonus remains in a hospital for testing after having a seizure on Sunday night, the team said. Associate coach Scott Arneal will serve as interim head coach in his absence. The Jets are off to a 2-3 and three start to the season and play Tuesday against the visiting St. Louis Blues. Our sports updates are brought to you by Common Crown Brewing. A commitment to connection and celebration of uniqueness. Visit commoncrown.ca. Celebrating seven years in business. They are also on 28th Street Northeast in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Regarding that CFL news today, Rod in Hudson Bay, sorry, Brian in Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan writes in and says, Rod, all I got to say about this rider news is good luck selling tickets. The fans will not buy this. What are they saying out there in the YouTube stream? Allie in Texas says, another great RP show. Hope everyone has an amazing week. Jeff in the zone says, great show. Rod, see you tomorrow. Thank you, Jeff. See you manana. Is John Ohm around? Where's John Ohm around? Last minute of play on the RP show. John in Edmonton says, Rod, hobby, you coach the Saskatchewan Rough Rider. Uh, I can't afford the pay cut, bro. But thanks for asking. And as you can see, this is home now. I see no reason for that to change. Huh. Chad in Lethbridge writes in and says, we got three things you can count on these days. Death, taxes, and the riders not winning under this current regime. Well, it looks like he got another two to three years of this. John Ohm. Ohm says, Rod on point. Thank you, sir. 
Bill the Argos fan says, have a good day. You too, Bill. He's a Leafs fan too, I believe. Um, I think that's it. I'm done talking for today. It's been fun. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow noon Eastern here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>